so it seems like we're gonna be locked in until what may 15th here in california and depending on the county you're in june 19th hey what's going on my qualifiers welcome to another episode of unqualified news with your host m mauricio that's me all right well what have you guys been up to <laughs> isn't that a silly question nobody's been up to anything we're staying home stop asking that <laughs> well i bring you guys a couple of stories a couple of those clickbaity type stories there's a story in there from the new york post it's a little clickbaity but it has some information in there the second article in there is sfgate.com never heard of this news site but it's just information it's facts but it's just the way they say it is so odd just wanted you guys to see you know, if you're not reading the New York Times or the Washington Post or CNN or whatever it may be, it just sounds a little odd. Though it may be the same information, it just sounds odd. So you guys can take a look at that. I also have a story in there from the LA Times. LA Times, I, I, I would I would put them at the top of the top of real news. You know what I mean? LA Times, New York Times, Washington Post. Except dude from Amazon owns the Washington Post. So you know damn well they're never going to talk shit about Amazon but whatever thanks for listening i really appreciate you guys i'm back to work regularly somewhat i deal with restaurants so right now all the restaurants are closed i kind of have an inside look at the restaurant world and if there is no restaurants working i have less work pretty much and i'm asking restaurant owners every single day now hey when do you think it's gonna open when do you think it's gonna open and nobody knows you would think they would but nobody really knows i'm telling them information rather than telling me i'm telling them hey i think it's gonna be may 15 they're like really you think so and then i tell them about hey riverside county already announced june 19th they're like what i didn't know that yes so get ready for everybody from riverside county to come to your restaurant once your county opens up so little things like that it does seem like things are kind of getting back to normal but new normal is gonna be different it's gonna be a new normal the same way that after 9-11 everybody needed to start taking their shoes off at the airport and other things this is gonna change everything this is gonna either have everybody temperature at the door or masks well for sure everybody needs to be wearing a mask i hope everybody knows that all right my qualifiers i'll catch up with you guys later love you guys bye Kim Jong-un photos spark wild theories about a body double. This one is by Lee Brown from the New York Post, nypost.com. New York Post, it's news, but it's not news, you know what I mean? They're kind of like clickbaity, but hey, onward. Photos of North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un at a public event have sparked wild theories that it could have been a body double. State-run media on Saturday released images and video of the 36-year-old Hermit Kingdom leader at a ribbon-cutting function, dispelling escalation rumors that he was either dying or have already died. The photos have instead raised suspicion that a look-alike could have been there in his place, with web sleuths noting discrepancies in facial, hairline, and dental features when compared with previous appearances. It is a well-known fact that Kim uses body doubles, the International Business Times, IBT says, and The Sun in 2017 posted a video seemingly showing the dictator chatting with some of them. Human rights activist Jennifer Tsang 
was the first to draw attention to the dissimilarities between the two versions of Kim, including differences in their teeth and ears, according to IBT. Is the King Jong-un appeared on May 1st the real one? She asked on Twitter along with side-by-side -side comparisons of Kim's old and new appearances in two separate posts. The possibility soon spread across the net sphere, with many sharing side-by-side -side photos seemingly highlighting differences. Don't know, don't care. See no other reason to alter my earlier stance. These aren't the same man. Former British Member of Parliament Louise Mensch insisted alongside photos of the Kim at the event and older images. The chipped and scissor is a definite giveaway. It's not Kim Jong-un. At Sept Augustus wrote, So why a body double? If he's dead, why not just announce it and crown his successor? Writer and podcaster Akila Hughes also noted how such a ploy was far from a stretch. We really believing that's King Jong-un when it could absolutely be a dude with plastic surgery? If I was murderous dictator, I'd have clones, Hughes tweeted. And there you have it from the New York Post, nypost.com, clickbaity. But some of the stuff in there, if you read between the lines, is news. Alright, another segment of Trump's tweets. At Real Donald Trump. Retired ICE director Tom Homan knows more about the border and border security than anyone. He's a tough guy, but a good guy, and as smart as they come. His new book, Defend the Border and Save Lives, Solving Our Most Important Humanitarian and Security Crisis, is... Dot, 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 must read for anybody looking for U.S. security and protection. Go get it now and make Tom a top seller. He deserves it. As of now, this one has about 86,000 loves, about 20,000 retweets, and about, I would say, 8,000 comments in those two tweets. So that's the President of the United States, this beautiful, amazing country, selling books on Twitter. percent of people who tested positive for COVID-19 in Mission District study had one thing in common. This article is from sfgate.com, sanfranciscogate.com by Amy Graff. And this is another one of those new sites that are just clickbait, but there's some information in this article. That's why I bring it to you guys. So here it goes. In a major testing effort led by UC San Francisco in the Mission District, 2.1% of the 4,160 people tested for COVID-19 were positive. Of those who tested positive, 90% have been leaving their homes for work. 90% of people who were PCR positive had no capability of working from home during shelter in place. These were frontline workers. They had to work outside of the home. Either that or they were furloughed or unemployed. Dr. Diane Havler, Chief of UCSF Division of HIV, Infection and Global Disease at San Francisco General, told KCBS, 95% of positive individuals were of Latinx heritage. The COVID-19 pandemic is disproportionately affecting the Latinx community in San Francisco, both in terms of infection rates and economic hardship. 
and we have been partnering very closely with the Latino Task Force for COVID-19 to support this community by working to disrupt transmission of the disease. Dr. Karina Marquez, an assistant professor of medicine at UCSF, said in a statement, From April 25th to 28th, free, voluntary COVID-19 testing was offered to every resident in a 16-block area running from Cesar Chavez to 23rd Street and South Van Ness to Harrison Street. This is the second most dense area in the city, and a little over half of the residents living here were tested. While turnout for the study was considered a success, researchers said those people who didn't access testing fear being tracked by government agencies and the potential negative impact on local businesses if the neighborhood is branded a COVID-19 hotspot. Some also were afraid of the potential consequences of isolation if they tested positive. Researchers conducted two types of tests to identify those individuals who were currently infected and those who were previously had the virus. The diagnostic test for active COVID-19 was implemented by collecting samples with nasal swabs while the antibody test was done with a finger prick to collect a blood sample. Results were available within 72 hours. People who tested positive received immediate follow-up calls from UCSF infectious disease experts, while those who test negative were expected to continue following the shelter-in-place order. Because of the possibility of false negative test results and a general lack of information about the potential for reinfection with the disease, according to a statement from UCSF, the study is meant to reveal the invisible spread of the virus and help inform future testing efforts in other communities. All our public health decisions, including when it will be possible to relax regional and statewide shelter-in-place orders, are driven by rough assumptions about how this virus behaves based on very limited data, said Dr. Brian Greenhouse, an associate professor of medicine at UCSF, in a statement. Greenhouse said studying the spread in detail will give researchers crucial data points that we can extrapolate to better predict how to control the virus in similar communities nationwide. UCSF conducted a similar effort in the coastal town of Bolinas. Of nearly 1,800 people tested, nobody was positive. There you go, sfgate.com. Basically what that article is saying, people that left their house to go work tested positive for COVID. All L.A. County residents can now get free coronavirus tests, Garcetti says. This is a story from the Los Angeles Times by Marissa Gerber, Jacqueline Cosgrove, and Dakota Smith. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti announced Wednesday that all county residents can now get free coronavirus testing at city-run sites. Until now, only residents with symptoms as well as essential workers and those in institutional settings like nursing homes could be tested. Officials say expanded testing is essential to getting a better sense of how many people have the virus, data that could be used to ease stay-at-home rules. Under the new guidelines, priority for the same or next-day testing will still be given to people with symptoms such as a fever, cough, and shortness of breath. Testing will also be prioritized for certain critical frontline workers who interact with the public. Testing is by appointment only and is being provided by the city in partnership with Los Angeles County and Community Organized Relief Effort. As of April 21st, there are 35 testing sites across the county. 
Los Angeles County health officials on Wednesday announced the largest influx of new coronavirus cases reported in a single day since the outbreak began, pushing the county's total number of infections past 22,400. Public Health Department Director Barbara Ferrer announced 1,541 new confirmed COVID-19 cases, nearly 1,000 more than what was reported the previous day. The large increase is mostly the result of a boost in testing as well as a lag in weekend reporting, Ferrer said. Despite the increase in confirmed cases and new deaths, Ferris said the county's rate of hospitalizations and the percentage of people testing positive for the virus have remained fairly stable. Health officials also noted that there has been increased testing at prisons throughout the county, which has also led to an increase in the number of confirmed cases. Marissa Gerber is a narrative writer at the Los Angeles Times. She joined the paper in 2012 and has written about criminal justice, immigration, and gentrification. She grew up in Nogales, Arizona. Jacqueline Cosgrove is a metro reporter at the Los Angeles Times. Previously, she worked as a health reporter at the Oklahoma Man. She was selected for a 2015-2016 Rosalind Carter Fellowship for Mental Health Journalism. For her fellowship project, she explored the barriers that low-income uninsured people with mental illness face in finding treatment. Cosgrove is originally from Arpillar, Oklahoma, and graduated from Oklahoma State University. Dakota Smith covers Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti and City Hall for the Los Angeles Times. That's the article from Los Angeles Times, basically telling you we're gonna get a rise in cases. The cases are going to shoot up. There's more people going to be tested. More people will be tested positive. Doesn't mean more people are going to die. It means more cases will be out there.